0: Welcome everybody to the Utah Preps Zone, part of the Zone Sports Network podcast edition. I'm Jay Catch, your host here on the podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to download the podcast and to support this venture. It's great to be talking high school football in the state of Utah. Apologies for the lack of a week three preview show. Uh, things got away from me this week. Some other media duties that I had to take care of and fulfill that preempted me from being able to record a preview episode, but. Here is your recap. Catching you up on everything you need to know about Utah prep football for week three of the season. Man, we're already three weeks in, and there's only 10 weeks in the season for the regular season in Utah. It goes by really fast. It goes by fast at any level when it comes to football, whether that be college or the NFL, but man, high school football is flying by. Let's enjoy it while we can. So without further ado, let's get things going. Week three had a lot of intriguing uh, plays efforts, performances, results, and we'll break them all down for you here. This first segment, we're going to talk about some of the notable results, games that uh, matter uh, in terms of perception, uh, power rankings, whatever you want to say. And then in the second segment, we'll get to studs. That's what I call it, the studs segment, the guys that stood out even in losing efforts. Um, we We even got a kicker. That made the list this week. You want to hear what he did on Thursday night. So that's all coming up here on the Utah Preps Zone. All right, let's get things started. Uh, The first game I wanted to mention on today's podcast was the East-Alta game. I talked about last week about how I felt like East might be in trouble without a quarterback to really um, settle things down. While I still am worried about them when it comes to that quarterback issue, they did go have a big win last night. They shut down the Alta Hawks, who were visiting East, with a 23 10 win. Uh, Alta didn't get into the end zone until just, uh, I believe there's only less than a minute left in the game. So, hats off to the East Leopards defense, uh, led most notably by Siake Ika, the star defensive tackle there, but shutting down. Alta is not an easy thing to do. They've got plenty of talent. The Hawks do, but East wins the game twenty-three to ten. Two-two span. Who's got one of the best names in football in the state of in the state of Utah in high school this year? Had two touchdowns in that win. Like I said, I'm still not convinced that East has solved all of their offensive issues, but this was a good start. They head to Allen next week. Adam's not you're like, what what's Allen? Allen High School in Allen, Texas. It's one of the suburbs of Dallas. It is literally one of the best high school teams in the entire country. And East is going to have their hands full facing the Eagles. Uh, That team is absolutely loaded, and we'll see how the Leopards do there. Another big game, uh, just showing how dominant this team is. Bingham shuts out Harriman, 27-0. Peyton Jones, another two touchdown passes and a win. Bingham is just so good. They just reload every year. They came into the season with one returning starter that was Braden Whistler. They lose him to an ACL injury in their first game of the year. No matter, this defense led by Samote Pepe, Lonnie Longi, and Junior Tafuna, all three of them Division One prospects, they just absolutely dominated. And Harriman, I thought was might might give Bingham a little bit of a little bit of pushback. Not to be so, bingham rolls twenty seven nothing another big game, Skyridge Falcons. Uh, they had that surprise loss on opening night. It seems like they 've figured things out here. They raced out to a fourteen nothing lead last night, but they held on uh, Roy high School Fred Fernandez 's squad battled back, had the ball uh, with with little time remaining. They were driving to see if they could get a touchdown and a two point conversion to tie things up. Skyridge holds on though as the clock runs out and wins twenty eight to twenty. The Falcons, they're living on the edge, but so far so good for them. Jaden Clemens, another two touchdowns in that win. A game that I thought uh, I wanted to see if one of these teams was for real was the Corner Canyon-Westlake game. Westlake had a narrow loss and a narrow win in the first two weeks of the season, so I I was interested to see what kind of fight they would put up against Corner Canyon. Yeah, we learned real quick. Corner Canyon, 41-7. Cole Cole Hagan has three touchdown passes. He just continues to pile up the stats. And, yeah, Corner Canyon, the Chargers, they're off and rolling. I'm thinking that Sky Ridge and Corner Canyon are two of the favorites, if not the favorites, in 5A. A a fun game, the first overtime game of the year, if I'm not mistaken. Northridge beats Syracuse 27-24. Colby Browning's touchdown pass and overtime to Carson Stokes lifts, lifts the Knights to the win. Uh, region 1 play actually started last night, so it gives Northridge a 1-0 record in region play, so hats off to the Knights. Always fun when overtime comes, in, comes into effect. Uh, of course, Syracuse rallied to force overtime and had t- taken the lead with a field goal in the first overtime period, but that touchdown pass for Northridge wins the game for them. And then a couple other things here. A surprise team that is 3-0 in my mind, and it might be due to their schedule Schedule, but it might not be, is Payson. The Payson Lions are now 3-0 and on the season. Harrison Judd had three rushing touchdowns as they roll Emery 31-7. to So hats off to Payson. They don't get a lot of pub, but I want to give them a shout-out. They are 3-0 and on the season and looking good so far. And then finally, uh, Duchesne, the 1A power. They traveled to Carbon, and they flexed their muscle and showed, hey, guess what, we may be 1A, but we can beat you guys. They beat the Carbon Dinos 21-12. to Hats off to Duchesne there. It's always fun to see a lower classification team go on the road and beat one of the bigger bigger teams around them. So there you go. That's some of the games that I was impressed by last night. We'll get to the studs and some of the other notable performances from the season in the next segment. This is the Utah Preps Zone. You can find us on all of your podcatchers. Appreciate you guys supporting the podcast. Also hats off to 1280 The Zone, Scott Gerrard and the team there for allowing me to have a home to, to pub this as well, website-wise. Uh, we'll, we'll be back. We'll take a short time out here, come back, talk about some of the notable performances from week 3 in Utah high school football. This is the Utah Preps Zone. Welcome on back to the Utah Preps Zone. Thank you so much for taking the time to download the podcast. My name's Jay Catch, your host here. Fun stuff in the first segment of the podcast recapping everything that happened in terms of big games notable uh matchups that in week three of the utah high school football season this segment is dedicated to individual players who stood out even in a losing effort uh we'll get to them and we're we're I'm trying to get more defensive players in here. The problem with it is is defensive statistics aren't the most readily available. There's plenty of offensive guys, so I know some of you defenders out there are having really good performances, and I will try and work in defensive guys as much as I can, but like I said, their statistics aren't as readily available. All right, so let's get things started here. I mentioned at the top of the show there was a kicker that I wanted to talk about. There's actually two we're going to talk about. So let's start off with those two guys. They deserve Kickers deserve some attention. Kicking is a overlooked but completely underrated aspect in high school football. If you have a good kicker, you are... You benefit from it if you don't have a kicker or your kicker is shaky at best. Yeah, it can doom you in many in many form and fashion. Well, two of them had standout performances this week. Will Farren from Davis is where we'll start. He had he kicked four field goals in their thirty-three to twenty-five win over Layton. That gives uh, the Darts a one zero record in Region One. Their Region play Region One play has already started. So congratulations to Will Farren Four field goals in the Darts thirty-three to twenty-five win over Layton. The the other kicker I wanted to mention was Riley Murray from Murray. You get that? Riley Murray from Murray. His last name is Murray. He kicks for the Murray Spartans. He connected on a 59-yard field goal. Yeah, 5'9", almost 60 yards. You don't see that at the high school level. Heck, you don't even see it at the college level a lot of the time. Riley Murray's going to get some scholarship looks. I don't know if this there was wind that played a factor in this kick. But anytime you make a fifty nine yard field goal, yeah, I'm gonna shout you out. Murray beat Farmington Thursday night thirty seven to fourteen. Murray, that was the first score of the game was a fifty nine yard field goal in the first quarter. So hats off to you, Riley Murray. I'm gonna be tracking you a little closer now because anytime you boot a field goal of that length, which I'm not to ask George Felt about this, that could be in the running for the longest field goal in Utah high school history. We'll have to find out more about that. Hopefully we'll have an update on Thursday's show with the Week 4 preview for you on that. So two kickers there. Hats off to Riley Murray and our good friend Will Farron from Davis. Kickers deserve some attention. On to some of the offensive players here. Let's start off. Dane McDonald from Riverton High School. He had five total touchdowns in their 47 to 33 win over Provo. Well, his counterpart on on the Bulldog side of things, Luke Haslam, in a losing effort, four touchdown passes in that loss. So hats off to Dane McDonald and Luke Haslam, quarterbacks showing off in that game. Nine touches touchdowns between the two, but the Silver Wolves come away with a 47 to 33 win. I believe Riverton is now two and one on the season. So the Silver Wolves flexing some muscle and showing that they're their team that might be a little more frisky and a little better than a lot of people expected. Uh, Brock Cloward from Wasatch High School needs a shout-out here. Five total touchdowns. I believe four of them touchdown passes as the Wasps go on the road and blow out Mountain View 45-14. to Watch out for Wasatch this year, everybody. I know they don't get a lot of attention being up there in Heber City, but they are going to be a factor, and you're going to want to keep an eye on them because they definitely could be a player come 5A playoffs time if they, if they stay healthy. Off to a good start. Brock Cloward leading the way. He's racking up all kinds of touchdowns and stats. So hats off to him. Another quarterback that needs a shout out is Karsten Nagel from Woods Cross High School. He only notched five touchdown passes, only five, in a 56 to 21 win over West High School. Woods Cross is a team that has had their ups and their downs. A feel-good story to see Karsten Nagel do that. So hats off to him there. Mitch Stratford from Fremont. Uh, he had an 81-yard touchdown was his long pass on the night to Jackson Whitney. They're 1-0 in Region One play. With a, no, sorry, they were the team that had the. They were there's seven teams in Region One, so they actually did not play a Region game. I apologize for the faux pas there. So, but Stratford four touchdown passes and a 45-24 win over Salem Hills. Salem Hills considered to be a playoff team this year. So good to see Fremont dominate a team like this and of course like I mentioned his his long on the night an 81 yard bomb to Jackson Whitney so hats off to Mitch Stratford Dallin Brown Mr. Do Everything for Pineview High School he only had two passing touchdowns two receiving touchdowns and oh yeah a rushing touchdown five total touchdowns in the Panthers 49-7 route of Hunter so hats off Dallin Brown you deserve a shout out doing it in three different forms or fashions um, too bad he doesn't play on defense he might have had an intercept return for a touchdown who knows boone abbott the star quarterback at american fork high school he just had another four touchdowns passing two of them to byu commit wide receiver chase roberts they beat lehigh 31 to 14 american fork looking like they're rounding into form Uh, they had that tough loss at tintview last week but looks like things are back to normal big showing for Boone Abbott, one of the best names in high school football. Carter Thackeray from Thackeray Thackeray, I apologize if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. Morgan High School, he had five touchdowns passing of his own in a 49-14 blowout of Ben Lomond. Two of them um, went to Porter Giles, one for 75 yards, another for 85 yards. So he was just airing it out all night long. The Morgan is going to be a team that's going to be another it's going to be another fun year up there in the mountains for the 3A power in Morgan. Carter Thackeray showing why. Emmett Hafen, down there at Richfield, he's gotten shout-out before, but he had another five touchdown passes and a 42-0 shutout of Kanab. Wow, Richfield, Richfield, man, they're they're looking pretty good. And Emmett Hafen might be a kid to keep an eye on going forward. A couple other ones that I want to mention here before we wrap things up. Tyson Chisholm, South Severe High School. And here's the thing with this. Podcast. I don't just focus here along the Wasatch Front where I'm based. I go around the state. So Tyson Chisholm, he is a star running back for South Sevier High School. Only six rushing touchdowns and a 63-28 to 28 blowout of Gunnison Valley. Chisholm's a guy that I've had his name pop up multiple times over the last few years. Looking like he's off to another solid start this season. I think he's a great player. I want to see if I can get a chance to see him in person because, man, six rushing touchdowns, that's awesome. Uh, Also, uh, Lincoln Labrum from Union High School. I think he has the long run of the season. He had a 94-yard touchdown run against Uinta. He added another one-yard touchdown plunge for two on the night in a 21-0 shutout rivalry win over Uinta. So hats off to Lincoln Labrum out of Union High School. Um, Summit Academy had three guys I wanted to shout out because they all did special things in their 62-3 win over Judge Memorial. So Colin Dodge and Porter Clawson, uh, they need some shout outs for their special team's play. Dodge returned a 65-yard punt and a 70-yard punt for touchdowns. Clawson did, did it in kick returns. He went 85 yards and 88 yards to the house for scores. Oh, and then just Talmadge Brown, their star running back there for Summit Academy. Three touchdowns rushing in the win. So Hats off to those three guys there. And finally, guy that last but not least had the performance of the night. I wanted to mention him last because he deserves this. Reggie Graf, the quarterback for the Dixie Flyers, he led them to a 49 to 14 win. He had four touchdown passes, including a long of 71 yards to Tyson Miller, and that wasn't just it. He also had three rushing touchdowns in the game. So seven touchdowns in the win. Hats off, Reggie Graff. You are the star of the night. Um, two, two of his touchdown passes also went to Nate Mahi, But, man seven total touchdowns. Reggie Graff, Tyson Chisholm, who had six rushing touchdowns, in my opinion, were the best of the best. But I want to give some of the other guys shout-outs as well. So those are the studs here on the podcast. Let me know if you have anybody else. You can tweet at me, at Jacob C. Hatch. Let me know if you have stars that deserve to be shouted out, especially defensive players, because like I said, Defensive statistics are not as readily available as offense. And, of course, offense garners headlines. But I love when defensive players also do good things. And keep me updated. I love hearing about guys that are, are feel-good stories. We'll be back middle of next week with a Week 4 preview. Uh, getting you ready for Week 4. Region play for Region 1 underway. Some of the other regions will be getting into action. Always big games when it comes to when it comes to this time of year because you still have non-region play. So you have teams that are in different regions, different classifications that are squaring off, um, trying to get themselves ready for region play. And I'm really excited for it. I love Utah High School football. It's a labor of love doing this podcast and everything. So just for example, next week, American Fork at Harriman. That should be a great game on Thursday. That's going to be on KJazz Television. That's the Thursday primetime matchup. I mentioned region play for region one gets underway already, and then also region nine starts next week. Those are the two biggest regions in the state. Going to be a fun weekend of high school football in the state of Utah. I mentioned east going to Allen, Texas, a big stage for the East Leopards. Hopefully they get things figured out there. Lehigh at Springville, a a game that I'm really looking forward to, two teams that were very good a year ago and have struggled out of the gates this year. We'll see if either one of them can right the ship. Um, And then, of course, in a 2A game, showdown south summit and beaver only the two best teams in the in the 2a ranks in my opinion oh they're just squaring off in another state championship preview game that's at beaver this year so like i said a lot of fun when it comes to utah high school football thank you for taking the time to download the podcast we'll be back next week with your region 4 preview and also a review show on saturday after things play out Once again, my name is Jake Hatch. Thank you for downloading the podcast. Please share it with your friends, family, teammates, whoever you might have around you. And let me know if there are guys I'm missing that I need to shout out as well. I always love hearing about them. Hit me up on Twitter at Jacob C. Hatch. Until next week, have a great day.